Hello, welcome back to Zenith Podcast. I am your host, Caesar Davila. This is where we explore culture, relationships, nature, art, consciousness, and the appreciation of life. And this is season two. Holy shit. It actually feels real. Holy shit. Ah! Um, all right. I know it's been a long time since I re- released an episode. The last episode was actually a life update. And, you know, I just recently listened to it just to kind of give myself a recap of where I was at that time of my life compared to now and wow just think about it I'm kind of getting anxiety (laughs) um well pretty much my last life update it was about uh September uh, it was yeah it was about like September of 2021 last year and I was just coming back to work after being left on disability for five months I was starting my last class for school to get my bachelor's degree and I was starting a intense like program recovery program for my health you know for uh, battling lupus and yeah I just kind of want to give you guys a little update on how has my life been last year as well as what to expect for this upcoming season so first of all if you're here thank you I appreciate you um I'm really excited to see what you know what kind of stuff I can offer you guys whether it's knowledge something like to laugh at something to think about and Let's get started, shall we? So the first thing I want to talk about is a life update. And with the life update, you know, as I gave you a recap previously, what happened a year ago, a lot has changed. Like, for instance, I officially have my bachelor's degree in communication studies, which is kind of surreal because especially looking back on how I got kicked out my first year of college, being academically disqualified from Cal State Chico, you know, definitely shows how much, how long I've come from back then you know whether it's mentally physically emotionally like I'm very very proud of myself for accomplishing you know getting a bachelor's degree because at one point it was it was it wasn't a certainty you know it was more of a question like will I even commit to it and I ended up committing to it just because I found something I love which is communication studies and I'm really glad that I went to school for it because it's helped me like tremendously like everything I learned in school I applied directly to my life which was weird because, you know, like, I talked about this before. Going to school for communication studies is kind of really, really general, you know, because essentially what it did, it just became, it gave me this awareness of how to talk to people as well as the ability to adapt to, like, pretty much any environment, you know, because I know how to pick up on certain cues and learn how to kind of be welcomed and accepted into most groups. And... I decided to, you know, like, put that a good use. I just didn't know how I was going to do that, especially with the job and career, you know, because when I first went back, to, went back to work, I was working at my customer service job, making minimum wage, and I'm very, very glad to, like, say that I'm no longer in customer service, you know. I've actually been able to evolve into something that's actually something that I can do as my career, and what happened is that, you know, um, I stopped working customer service earlier this year and I transitioned into marketing. And in marketing, I kind of been 
doing marketing probably for like the last nine months, you know, learning how to talk to people, learning how to articulate on, I guess, a product, you know, because I used to be a an event marketer for this like company that sold gutters, you know, so I'll just pretty much work at random events in LA, Orange County. Sometimes I'll travel to like other places like Ventura, Victorville, San Diego, nothing too crazy, you know, but I'll just be working at like trade shows, home shows, fairs, set up a booth and talk to people about the product. And if people were interested, I got their information so that we can follow up on them. And ended up being, I never find out that I'm really good at that, you know, just talking to people and kind of explaining, teaching people what, what the thing is. And I got lucky where it was just really, really good timing. I got hired for this, you know, tech construction company is an app. It's called tool belt. And, uh, they hired me first for marketing, mainly getting people on the app, but it's gotten to the point where, you know, we're growing and it's, it's getting successful where I transitioned to sales. So right now I'm in sales. I technically have the same job title as Michael Scott in the office. If you don't know what that is, please go watch the office. I'm not going to tell you what position that is. If you do know, yeah, that's what I have. And pretty crazy, you know, especially from a year ago, I was a supervisor at a coffee shop. So kind of a insane transition of jobs, but definitely something for the better. You know, I'm not looking back. I will never, ever go back, you know, and I'm really grateful and happy for where I am in that aspect of my life. And, you know, one of the biggest things I talked about was my health. You know, I was getting into this really intense program, four month back to health program. I talked about all the crazy stuff they did, you know, took blood tests, saliva tests, hair tests, found out everything that's wrong with me and how can I strengthen my body. And, you know, when I first started, they told me that if I commit to the program, I could see an 80% increase in health, which was kind of crazy to think about, you know, I couldn't really fathom the idea of like, what the hell does that even feel like? But it was true. After I committed, and I finished the program, I was literally like had an 80% increase in my health, like I stopped having flare ups, I felt great, you know, I felt normal, I didn't realize that I was in so much pain or discomfort for like, you know, so often until I did that program, because after that, I kind of started feeling how I felt like three years ago, you know, four years ago before I started feeling this pain and the symptoms of lupus. And yeah, for those who, you know, are barely tuning in right now, I was diagnosed with lupus in 2020, 2020, 2021. I already forgot shit, but it's been about a year or two since I've, I've been diagnosed with this and there's been a lot of changes in my life, but you know, some good, some bad. I don't see like my diagnosis as something completely horrible because there were some positives that came from it, you know? Like first off, it made me more mindful and more disciplined of my body and like kind of being responsible for what it is, which is essentially a vessel, you know, it's like a car. I need to maintain and upkeep the car, you know, that you drive. So I'm learning how to prioritize that with my health, you know. Another thing is that I've actually like gotten really close with my family, you know, with my parents, with my uncles, with my extended family. It allowed us to like, it gave us an excuse to get closer, you know, keep up, keep each other updated, kind of better our communication, you know, so that's one thing I'm pretty happy about for that. And, you know, since the program, I've actually only had like four serious flare ups in the past year. 
compared to me having to flare up every three weeks, going to the ER multiple times, you know, like that itself is pretty crazy. Sometimes I feel like sometimes when I don't have flare for a long time, I forget to have lupus, you know, but then you know how life be. It just comes, humbles me, reminds me, hey, you know, don't be stupid. You gotta, you gotta work on yourself. So yeah, that's something that, you know, I mean, either way though, like four flare-ups in a year compared to like how I felt and how I was before, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. And I'm just glad that even the flare-ups that I had were not like, were nowhere near as severe as our intense as the ones I've had like before the program, you know? And something I've been doing as well is traveling which is which is honestly like pretty crazy pretty um you know not really normal of me I've never really done a lot of traveling when I was younger you know part of it is just because I couldn't afford it but lately I've been I just had the opportunity to go to many places in the past year which is pretty crazy like you know since my last episode I've gone to Florida I've gone to Guatemala, I've gone to Portland, I've gone to Seattle, and I've been, like, kind of, like, throughout Northern California, because I live here in Los Angeles, Angeles, you know, SoCal, so I went to Disney World with my family in Florida, like, last fall for a whole week, you know, we visited all the parks, and we, you know, we also went to, like, some other parks, and it was really fun, you know, Um, that was also in the middle of my program, so everybody, my whole family was kind of you know, worried about me, see my, you know, like, if the weather was going to affect my body, if, like, all the walking and all the stuff we're going to do was going to affect my body, but turns out I was probably the least affected by everything, you know, because I was just taking so many vitamins and taking care of myself that, like, my body was actually responding really well to the treatment and to just, you know, challenges, which was really, really good. So I went to Florida, and then for spring, I went to Guatemala, I went to Guatemala to visit my family, my mom's side of the family mainly. We went to, we went during Semana Santa, which is Holy Week, which is Easter week. You know, it's the week before um, Easter Sunday. There's a huge festival throughout Guatemala. It's a, it's a very beautiful cultural event. And I've never experienced it in person before until then. And it was like, it was life changing, you know to see the beauty of the culture of where my family came from it had me reconnect to my cultural roots and unlocked a part of me that I forgot was there you know especially visiting my family it was such a beautiful experience because I haven't been to Guatemala since I was like six years old and I'm 26 right now you know so that's almost 20 years since I haven't gone and you know, it, like, it was so nice because even though I haven't seen them in that so long, they made me feel so welcome and so loved to a point where by the end of the week where I had to go back, I, like, I broke down. I was crying in front of all of them because I was just so happy and, you know, I was so happy I was able to, like, meet them, you know, and get to know them. I was so happy of the love that I felt and something that, like, something I noticed when I was there was that my mom's side of the family... Uh, the majority of their love languages are physical touch, you know, which means they like to hug, they like to kiss, you know, and that's something I wasn't used to with my family, you know, especially with my dad's side of the family, who I see often here because they all live in Southern California, that they're not really physical touch. I didn't realize how much, like, you know, I was missing out on with hugs and kisses until my mom's family came in because literally every every 10 minutes, I'll just be randomly hugging like a random a cousin or a or an uncle, an aunt, you know, my grandparents, like, 
and because I'm, I'm, my love language is physical touch. I love hugging. I love kissing. You know, um, I'm very warm and cuddly, and it was nice to see that energy reciprocated with my family, and not make it feel forced. Because I mean, I do that to my sisters. You know, where like I, I have them hugging me, kiss me, but it feels very forced, and it's funny, but also like, damn, like it must, like it would be nice if like I didn't need to, you know. And I got that feeling when I was over there, so that's one thing I'm really, really happy about that I was able to experience it and I really want to go back I want to go back to visit them I want to go back to explore more you know of the country because uh, we went to the capital Guatemala City because that's where my family's from and then um, then uh, me and my sisters we rented an Airbnb at Antigua which was about an hour from you know the capital and we the house that we rented it was literally like a villa huge like eight bedrooms there was an indoor pool it was humongous it looked like a little mini hotel and you know the fact that we got our entire entire family to go there and relax explore the city i was that was was just something i was really proud of as well for me and my sisters to have been able to you know do that for our family you know and our family was extremely grateful for that and like i said it was just so good get getting to know my cousins you know like even though i'm slightly like i'm a little older than them but you know they they've grown so much since last time i saw them some people weren't even born since you know when i was at guatemala the last time and it was just so nice you know getting to know that you know my family has a lot of amazing people you know my cousins i definitely have like a special place in my heart for them now you know i definitely want them to come visit me here in la in the united states because i would love to show them around and have them you know experience what i've been living because they did that to me when i was over there and that's something i'm forever grateful for and you know since after guatemala i didn't start traveling until i started my job here at the tech at the app you know for toolbelt because Thanks to them, I've been traveling a lot as well. I went to Portland, I went to Seattle, and I went all through NorCal. Just because the company is expanding and, you know, I, I've had the opportunity to travel with them. And we have more plans on traveling, you know, like Arizona, Florida, Texas. I don't know where else, but I'm really excited for just getting the opportunity to go to those places, try new things, you know, meet new people, and just kind of explore different cultures of what the United States has to offer. But yeah... That's pretty much been like a little update, you know, on how my life has been. And to be honest, it's pretty crazy, you know, because I titled, like I said, I titled the last episode, Comeback Season is Here. And, you know, when I recorded that, I was one at one of the lowest points of my life, you know. And what was crazy is that even though I was experiencing so much intensity, you know, and not in a good way, I was still very hopeful and just like I said back then, you know, like a life without hope is not a life worth living for me. And I'm just really glad that I was able to overcome, you know, these crazy obstacles in life and get myself back on my feet. And I manifested that, you know, I told myself I was going to recover. I told myself I was going to do better. And, you know, when I first went back to work, yeah, sure, I was scared. But then now, I love my job, you know, to be honest, it feels very fulfilling and challenges me in ways that my degree prepared me for. And I'm really glad that, like, I don't have to take time off work, you know, too much. I would not want to be on disability again. You know, that does just, 
uh, like overall that whole experience was just really really bad like really really challenging really really difficult you know for everything physical mental health you know emotional health and i'm glad that i move on from that and i really hope that i never go back but i know that i need to put in work to do that you know i need to keep constantly working on my body working on my health and that's something i'm still learning you know but i'm human i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna do like a completely 180 turn you know there's still sometimes where the lupus affects me but nothing to the point where how it was last time you know and i'm gonna continue putting the work to strengthen my body and i do that through learning you know like every time i make a mistake or just fail it's a learning opportunity that's something that i'm kind of telling myself which is i guess helpful because you know so far i'm doing pretty good and now what i want to talk about is what to expect for season two so for season two i'm not sure if you see my instagram um you can follow me at zenith underscore podcast i recently posted there you know what like the different episode covers there's four main colors of the episode of episode covers i mean sorry but yeah, you know, the four colors that you're going to be seeing now on the feed of the episode covers are going to be purple, pink, red, and violet. And all of those colors are going to signify a different type of content that, you know, they're going to fall under. For example, purple, are gonna, the one that you see right now is a solo episode, which is going to be me by, my, by myself, either talking about life update or just maybe doing a random rant one of these days. I don't know. But yeah, so purple are going to be solo episodes. Pink are going to be more freestyle episodes. Those are like, you know, I could talk about anything with anyone. You know, it could be like, you know, life stories, interviews, um, you know, random rants as well. Or just we just get ex- existential. Um, Then the red cover is going to be informative where I sit down with professionals and we talk about, you know, what like their life or study is, you know, what their story is and what they've learned and kind of red are going to be more focused on, you know, establishing credibility for this podcast, helping me, you know, get more professionals on and, and having us learn new things, you know, because everybody who's in the episode, whether it's listening or being or talking, I'm hoping those red episodes are going to be very, very insightful and hope and learning new topics, you know, learning something new. And then the last one, which is Violet, is going to be a deep dive and a deep dive episode is where we where I go into, you know, usually different types of media as like music, movies, um, random topics, you know, and like, you know, I've done some of those like with Harry Potter, horror movies, you know, Star Wars in season one, you know, and I'm using colors to kind of organize it better because I know that my podcast, I talk about a lot of things, you know, literally the premise is exploring culture, relationships nature art consciousness and the appreciation of life that's a lot and i know that's a lot but that's all me you know and this is an extension of myself so i want to keep talking about those things and you know having different colors means that if you just like a particular type of episode you can just eventually scroll through the feed and look for that color episode that's my goal and i'm really looking forward to seeing how that looks visually on the feed you know but those covers are gonna help me also find out what works and what doesn't, you know, what episodes are hits, what episodes are, you know, well received, and then what are episodes that I could use more work on, like, what can I increase, what can I improve, and that's something that 
I'm hoping season two is going to help. You know, I released 26 episodes my first season, and I'm hoping to release more than that this upcoming season. And I want to use, you know, the different colors, try to have a, a slightly balanced amount of each color, though I'm pretty sure some colors are going to end up eventually dominating the feed. I'll find out. And that's a good way for me to find out and keep track, you know. But yeah, uh, with that as well, you know, I'm, due to the organization of it, some topics that you can that you're gonna see in the upcoming future like for instance a deep dive that i have is a talk about kendrick lamar you know his his discography his music his like performances you know and uh informative one i have is with a physical trainer who's a vegan uh athlete you know a physique athlete as well as a V, like he just gets into veganism. Like he, like he, he's a vegan, you know, pretty much. And that's something that also I learned a lot about that lifestyle, you know, and how there's a lot of misconceptions about it. And then, you know, when it comes to the freestyle, like I literally have like episodes with some pretty amazing people that I just learned more about their life, you know, give me a better perspective of mine. And that's something that I'm pretty, pretty, you know, excited, excited to kind of share with you guys you know just kind of expanding our perceptions because that's the whole premise on why i created the podcast is to kind of just help increase and expand your perception of life and then um yeah i don't want to talk too much you know about the top uh, type of vessels i just wanted to tease it because you know eventually you're going to be listening to them and that's just something to look forward to and then with that being said, um, some of you people submitted questions, which I appreciate. Thank you for that, you know. Um, thanks for the, thanks for the, uh, how do I say it, um, engagement, you know, because this part of it is you, you know, part of it is your feedback, part of it is your ideas, part of it is you, you know, not all of it is me. Yeah, I, I you know, pretty much produce the whole thing and make sure that the content all reflects me, but these questions help me learn what are some things that people want to know, you know, and I have no problem sharing, you know, parts of my life. Obviously not. I, I try to have a boundary as well because I just don't want, I want at least some mystery, you know, but yeah. Okay. Whatever. Anyways, going into questions. Some of the questions I've been asked is like, what's one, what's one significant thing I've learned about myself this past year? And you know, looking back at it is that I was meant to talk to people, you know, I'm meant to do something in communication studies. And I'm also like, when it comes to my will to achieve what I want, and my ability to trust the process, be patient, you know, and understand that everything happens for a reason. That's pretty much what I learned about myself this year, all of that stuff. And I'm always learning that I'm always learning something new, you know, but those are probably the main things that pop into my head when I think about what I've learned this year. And then, you know, what's an, another question that I got was, what is the next step I want to take for Z the Zenith brand outside of the podcast? And that's something that, you know, I've been kind of just talking to myself about. I, I sometimes, you know, like just get these random sparks of ideas of things that get me excited, you know, but then I tend to forget. Sometimes it's because I'm high, sometimes because I'm busy, you know, I don't know, don't judge. But one thing I for sure want to do eventually is create a clothing brand, you know, a, like, 
I don't like using the word merch, but I guess it's going to be merch for Zenith. But then eventually I want that to be its own, uh, its own branch under this umbrella. You know, another thing I'm thinking of doing is eventually creating like a page for like food reviews or drink reviews. You know, I'm a big matcha guy and I've tried literally like 40, 50 different stores, different drinks, you know, all matcha. So I've been thinking of it, but just, you know, documenting that because why not, you know, because just because I, you know, I do it, which leads me to believe that I might not be the only one. And if, even if I am, I would like to have like my own library and index just so I, like I don't have to rely on my memory and my brain but i could just like go through my post and be like okay yeah this place is nearby let's try this place you know but yeah that's one that's one thing that those are two things that i kind of eventually see zenith going into but everything takes time you know i'm just gonna focus on a podcast at the moment for now and another question i got was you know men's mental health has had a a huge stigma tied to it how did i personally challenge that and one way that I challenged that was through this podcast, you know, me being vulnerable with you guys, me talking about lupus, me talking about how I felt defeated, me talking about how I've been depressed, you know, it's not easy talking about those things. It's really hard saying it out loud because it makes it feel more real, you know, but I know I'm not alone. I know everybody struggles. I know there's people out there who's struggling just like me, you know, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Even if that means me being vulnerable, me talking about my feelings, you know, in a way where it might not show like that, like, you know, I'm strong or I'm independent or like I understand, like I have life figured out because I don't. But, you know, me being honest with people allows me to be honest with myself. And me being honest with myself allows me to be more aware and learn and grow, you know. And that's all I want to do in life is to grow, especially since getting lupus. I don't know when, you know, the end of my life is going to come. Some, you know, I was, I was humbled with that recently. <laughs> like, not recently, but like in the past few years with lupus, you know, like, especially with the blood clot in my lungs. That was that was a really like huge wake up call because I don't know when my time is up, you know, on here on this earth. But I want to do my best and I want to enjoy and be happy as much as I can, you know, while I'm here. And whether that's doing things I love, you know, like this podcast, talking to people, hanging out with friends, you know, going out, exploring, you know, I want to do those things as much as I can because I don't know how much time I have left here. Last question I got was, when's the last time you did something for the first time? And the easiest one I could think of is two months ago when I decided to take on this sales job. You know, I never really thought I'd get into sales because there's just like some morally compromising aspects of sales that I don't really identify with. However, you know, the company that I was with, since I started with marketing, ended up seeing the value of what I'm doing. I ended up believing in its you know, vision, and I 100% um, I'm supportive of what I'm doing. I think, you know, whatever, whoever decides to invest with what, you know, with the company that I work for, it's going to benefit them. And because of that, I don't need to, like, convince myself that this is something that's valuable to them. I know it. I just need to make sure that they know it as well. So that's something I, you know, I'm learning right now. 
is how to be how to be that like that sales guy because i know how to talk to people i know how to market it you know but learning how to sell learning how to create deals negotiate pricing that's something that i think is going to benefit me in the future you know it's going to give me more confidence especially with learning not just the value of things but the value of myself you know and yeah that's something new that i've tried this year and i'm learning and i'm kind of glad i'm giving myself this opportunity because i don't know where i'm gonna use this skill but i know that it's gonna benefit me in the future i just have faith in it you know i have faith in a lot of things i trust the process everything happens for a reason and the universe gave me this opportunity for a reason very very crazy timing how very very crazy just overall situation that i was put in with this company you know like this company like it literally feels like early days amazon or google like i am surrounded by these incredibly intelligent people who have very very ambitious goals and ideas and being able to hear them talk about it you know being able to help grow the grow this company you know and definitely and feel valued with it it's something I haven't found with any other company. I, I always felt like I was a number wherever I was. I knew I was a number wherever I was, you know, because that's just the companies that I work with. They didn't really value their employees. They didn't really care about us and kind of traumatized me. But I'm really glad to have found something that makes me feel value, makes me feel challenged, and makes me feel productive. But yeah, other than that, I have nothing else to say for, for now. This is going to conclude the solo episode. You hopefully know, have a better, you now have a better idea of what to expect for season two. And with that being said, again, my name is Caesar. If you're here at the end, I appreciate you. I love you genuinely. You know, I think love is something that's really powerful. And I want to be a positive force in this world for as long as I can, for as much as I can. I'm not perfect, but I'm constantly trying to learn and grow. That's something I know about myself, and you can't tell me otherwise. But if you do have any questions, if you do have any concerns, if you do have any feedback, please don't hesitate. Reach out. You know, I would also really, really love and appreciate a five-star review, either on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, whatever it is. Please help support this and grow this. I also do plan on doing a giveaway soon. Soon, soon, soon. So just keep an eye on that. I'm still trying to learn to hash out the details of that because I have not done a giveaway, but I want to do something, you know, that kind of gets more engagement, kind of gets more people excited about it because I want to invest into this, you know, whether it's my time, my energy, my money, anything, you know, I want to, I want this to grow. And season two is already like on the right track for that. I really hope you like what you heard. I really hope you're excited and you're going to stick around. Until next time, you know where to find me at, The Zenith. Thank you. Goodbye.